if we believe that life begins at conception and there's some medication that causes a conceived child to pass through a woman's body rather than to be uh, implanted in her uterus where it can thrive and live, uh, that's that's abortion, right? I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me, Lord. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro-Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro-life ministry, and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion. Touched your heart. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Welcome to the Gospel Centered Pro Life Podcast. I am Vicki Kosiorg, and I am the Sidewalk Training Director nationally. And here helping our teams, our sidewalk outreach teams in Charlotte locally. And I'm here as always with Daniel Parks. How's it going, guys? Appreciate you guys listening to this podcast episode. My name is Daniel Parks. I serve as the West Coast Regional Shepherd for Love Life. So I oversee all of our efforts on the West Coast and also oversee the sidewalk ministry nationally. Combined, we've been doing this ministry, uh, this type of ministry, sidewalk outreach for like I think we decided I think we're on going on 30 years 30. now. I've been okay. doing it around 11 now. You're around 18, aren't you? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so close to 30 a years. Long enough yeah. to make a lot of mistakes yep. and learn from those mistakes by God's grace. Always learning new things, though. Yeah. And, and we've had some great questions lately from, well, always from our Sidewalk Outreach team members, and that's oftentimes how we develop the podcast. Yeah. So this one was um, also in response to a question. I thought it was a really, really good question. It boils down to uh, the most effective use of our time, Okay. the precious time that we have out when we're ministering in front of an abortion center. But the question specifically was, this, this Sidewalk Outreach team member ministers at a facility that provides birth control and other services right. besides abortion, which, you know, a Planned Parenthood would do. Um, the place where we minister in Charlotte, one of them only provides abortions, but the other two do provide other services. Right. So her question, um, which I think everyone should consider, when you have a very limited time to speak to the women streaming into the abortion center, which is true of every every place you go, you, you don't know how long you're going to have, but it's right. probably going to be limited. How can you do the most good in the amount of time that we have? And specifically, this was her question. How do we address birth control on the sidewalk? If someone says they're just here for birth control, do we go in depth about the risk and possibility of certain birth controls being abortifacient, which means it could cause an abortion? Right. <clears throat> what would you say if you ho- only had a few seconds with someone who said this? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you're calling out, if you're here for an abortion, we can help you. I'm not here for that. I'm here for birth control. What's mm-hmm. the response? Right, right. Um, and of course, you know, there could be a different scenario in which you're talking to someone one-on-one. They do stop and take your information. You talk with them. You're not calling out across the parking lot or whatever, but you're face-to-face on the sidewalk or car side. And they say, well, I'm, I'm here for birth, birth control. What's the best way to respond? Right. Um, I mean, to me, no matter how they respond to me, other than I'm here for an abortion, if they say I'm here for transgender stuff because that happens a lot at Planned Parenthoods or I'm here for birth control or I'm here for, you know, an exam or whatever. 
I'm going to try to dissuade them from going into the abortion clinic. Right. And so if they say that, my first response is actually not going to be to get into depth about birth control, how it can be abortive and all this other stuff. But I'm really going to say, well, you know, they do abortions inside of there, right? And so even though you're not here for that, you're going to be associating yourself and giving money to people that kill children for money. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm going with it Mm -hmm. pretty much right away. Mm -hmm. But if I have an in-depth conversation, then I'm going to share with them the risks of birth control, uh, Mm -hmm. potentially being abortive. As a matter of fact, I don't know Mm -hmm. if you knew this, Mm. um, but I went viral for a little bit on social media um, because some pro aborts out here at the Latrobe Abortion Clinic were doing a TikTok video and they were trying to, um, you know, make us look foolish or whatever. I'm sitting there engaging right, with them right. about the issue of birth control because they were talking about birth control and they're like, you don't even know how, how birth control works. And of course, I broke down for them exactly how birth control works and how mm-hmm. it can potentially be abortive. Mm-hmm. And uh, live action shared that. And there's like a lot of views on it. Apparently, I had oh, a lot wow. of people sending oh, it to wow. me like, is this you? Yeah, it's me. Oh, okay. Um, but simply all I was doing is just breaking down the the truth of how birth control works, the primary method of that birth control works to to limit someone from getting pregnant is to keep them from ovulating. And so mm-hmm. that's the primary. But there's a secondary mm-hmm. function. Many pro-life people don't even know this. Right. There's a secondary function with her, most hormonal birth control. As a matter of fact, I think all hormonal birth control works as a secondary function. It makes the uterus a hostile environment. Yeah. For the implantation of a fertilized egg. And if we right. believe life begins at conception, not at uh, implantation, because that doesn't make sense, then we have to we have to say something about birth control and how it's potentially a- abortive. Yeah. And the, the IUD also, which right. many people yeah. don't know that that's which the is case. A, fir- a form of birth control. Right. <clears throat> right. So, um, yeah. I, I, I agree with you totally. I'm I'm not going to go right into that if there are two scenarios. One is you're just calling out, probably not going to get into the abortifacient um, aspect of birth control at all. The other one in a in more in-depth conversation, maybe. It depends. Yeah. But um, uh, I think it is very important to, no matter what they say, to do exactly what you said. They kill babies here. Your money will be used to profit an industry that murders dozens, if not thousands, of innocent babies every week, every month, whatever. Do you really want to be a part of giving your money to that kind of a place? And and if they pause and to talk with me, I'll go right into God usually there. Do you know God? Because the vast majority of the people that are there for birth control are unmarried. Right. And if the, if they are claiming to know God, then um, that to me is almost a, a the critical point to get across to them is if you know God, why are you doing things that God has told you not to do? Right. Because that'll deal with the abortion issue too, really. But um, and if they say yes, I'll I'll say, are you married? And then that leads into can, you can get into the whole um, sexual morality. Issue right. and and talking about God, but my uh, the most important thing that we need to let the women know as they're walking in, and we, we have a short amount of time, is that this is a place that does not honor God. Yeah, that always assume it's possible. It's possible they're lying. Maybe yeah. they're not there for birth control. So always be able to speak to the issue of abortion itself just in case. Right. So I will try to get that in. Yeah. Whether yeah. you're here or not, 
for an abortion? Do you know that this place does do abortions and abortions kill a living human being made in the image of a holy God whose heart is already beating? So if you say that, you're not telling, you're not accusing them of lying, but you've still given them what I think are the critical three talking points all in one 15 second sentence. Yeah. Um, and not to say you have to use those words or you're wrong, but I th- I do think it's um, it's important to speak to the issue of abortion just in case every single time yeah, to yeah. every single woman that's going in there because you don't know if right. they're telling the yeah. truth or not. Yeah. I mean, the simple fact is an abortion always ends in the ending of a human life. Mm-hmm. Birth control doesn't always end. As a matter of fact, the yeah. primary function, like I just laid out is not abortive in nature. The primary function is to keep a a woman from even conceiving a child. Um, But there is always the potential for birth control, hormonal hormonal birth control to be abortive. And so, yeah, again, I do think there's a context in which you could share that, but there is a lot of, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of ways you have to break that down. Again, you've got to think in the terms of what's the most useful, um, What's the most useful use of your time? That's right. In in let's say you only have fifteen seconds right. now. As if I'm going to be talking to them about, are you married? And well, what what do you think God says about sexual purity? Blah blah blah. That's not going to be something I'm going to be calling out right. across the parking lot. That's a personal discussion. And so I think one of the keys for uh, helping us to figure out what to say and when to say it, the if it's something that is. Very personal in terms of uh, sexual morality. I think that's probably better for a one-on-one discussion where yeah. where that person doesn't have an audience. Because I don't think that's the sort of topic that someone who knows that they're you know there there's an audience is likely to respond well. Yeah. to you. So that's when I bring in the birth control right. discussion. Yeah. Is usually it is a more in depth. Yeah. one-on-one discussion when there's been an element of trust established, res- yeah. mutual respect, whatever. So, yeah, um, makes sense. Yeah. So, so where do we focus then? Like you said, the, um, the issue of a baby is going to die in an abortion. That has to be our focus. That's why we're there. So we should, um, we should always get in words that are going to make them reconsider if they've lied reconsider the that why they should not get an abortion and if they're telling the truth um reconsider that they're helping to perpetuate an industry yeah. that that provides abortion so getting to the key issue abortion is wrong it's immoral yeah. you should have no part of it um and no part of an industry that that is involved in it so um I when when I was thinking this through when I answered her question I was thinking about okay what are the key principles in involved right. in um how we and when we address any issue right and the first thing is just remember you probably only have a short amount of time yeah absolutely so don't get into anything that needs to be developed right like um I have heard people go into a whole um apologetics kind of thing um where which requires 
a great deal of complex thought expressed, and it's that's usually a more involved discussion. Right. That's probably not what I'm going to choose to get into in the potential 15 seconds right. that I have to call out. So you have limited time. Use it to full advantage. Yeah. If you can't fully develop an idea to a point where it's going to make sense and stay with them, in my opinion, don't bother. Wait right. till you can be one-on-one yeah. -on -one with them. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of this concept just came to my mind, actually. Mm -hmm. um, we want to speak to the heart rather than to the mind Yeah. Um, in that scenario because you just don't have a lot of time to develop thoughts, right? I mean, you think about it. Okay, you're there talking with a woman about you know, the risks of birth control because there are risks, yeah. right? Beyond just the risks that it could be abortive. Um, there's risks to women. Yeah. Um, but you can get into all of that. You can get into the abortifacient aspect of it. You can get into the different kinds of birth control. You can you, you have all these conversations. Meanwhile, people are going into the abortion clinic and you're missing them because of that conversation that are actually going in for abortions. And so you just don't want to get distracted. You want to keep the main thing, the main thing. Babies are dying inside of that place. Focus on that. Sting people with the truth. Babies are dying inside of there. Again, that's going to be my first thing. You don't want to go inside of there. That baby. Um, the, or they kill the babies. babies. Yeah, they they're kill killing babies. babies. They're going to be associated yeah. with um, a place that kills children. And sometimes that's enough to dissuade them from mm -hmm. even going in, mm -hmm. whether they're there for birth control or, you know, hormonal therapy for transgender stuff right. or, you know, a right. pelvic exam or whatever there they might be in there for. Yeah, I think you raised a really good point. You want to get to the to their heart. Um, using facts um, or or just something that is going to make them pause and really feel that what they're about to do is wrong. And I don't think most of them in a quick 10-second calling out, did you know birth control causes abortions? Most people are probably, if unless they've researched it themselves, um, they're probably not going to believe you anyway. Yeah, and you're going to need time to develop that, and and you don't have it. So, um, uh, you know, another principle: always speak first to the value of the unborn child and why abortion is wrong. I think every single person that enters there, even if it's someone that's obviously there for transgender hormonal therapy, whatever, they're still going in. That has its own moral implications, but they're still going into a place that kills babies and and giving their money to a place that kills babies. And I have had actually people going in for hormonal therapy who on the way out will stop and talk to me and have told me they don't agree with abortion. Yeah. And I was able to then, you know, address not only their issue of um why do they feel they need to distort the their body, change their body? Um, but I'm able to to talk about why they shouldn't be giving their money ever to to an abortion center. Yeah. So um, there's not. I I do want to say I, there's nothing wrong with addressing the abortive fashion yeah, aspect of, of birth control. I just think the timing is what we're saying um, is is important. Make sure that you have other you know, enough time to do it and make sure that the three key vital talking points are addressed first. Yeah. Well, another thing too is make sure you're fully informed. Yeah. Like again, maybe some of you guys that are listening, you didn't catch our episode that we did probably years ago about birth control 
and the potential abortifacient nature of birth control. In our trainings, I think in our 101 training, we have um, a link in the midst of that, or actually in the application process, mm-hmm. there's a link to some articles about um, about hormonal birth control and how it can be uh, potentially abortive. And so we try to make sure people are fully informed. But, you know, if you don't have that information, you can Google it very easily. Is birth control abortive? Focus on the family has articles about it. I mean, it's it's been well talked about. And so, you know, some Christians maybe are just uninformed or just in denial about the fact that it could be abortive. But that's the reality. That's the nature of how it works. So you definitely be informed yourself. Um, Be convinced yourself that it's wrong. Again, if we believe that life begins at conception and there's some medication that causes a conceived child to pass through a woman's body rather than to be uh, implanted in her uterus where it can thrive and live, uh, that's that's abortion, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's what's happening there, that, that baby's being aborted. Yeah. And so we need to be informed of that so that we can inform others. I have found as I read through our sidewalk um, outreach applications that I would say at least half of the people that answer that question about birth control say it was an eye-opener. They read the article and they said, I had no idea. And some of them have said that it would change their use of birth control um, because they just didn't know that. So it's important. I'm not saying that is not an important thing. I think it is less important than uh, than not addressing the whole abortion issue yeah. um, in case that mom is there for an abortion or just the fact that abortion is wrong right. be, before God and this is a place that, that does abortions. Um, kind of a general principle that we've said over and over again and is really important is direct them back to God. Right. Um, you know, the fact that it's abortifacient is, of course, harming a a little person made in God's holy image, but to um, to be more direct in um, in talking about God, uh, and and I think there's more effective ways of doing that than of addressing the fact that some birth control is abortifacient. Right. So um, so keep directing them um, to God and asking what He would have them to do. And another general principle: keep asking questions that will help them to pause and think about um, what they're doing. Do you really want to give your money to a place that kills babies would be an example right. of, of that. What do you th- do you think God would have you go to a place that um, that kills babies? Yeah, yeah. So um, always keep in mind, I guess, the, the main goal of, of our ministry out there, <clears throat> which is that, we want to change a culture of death to a culture of life. Right. And those little babies, the unborn babies that are being slaughtered in there, maybe have only a few more minutes to yeah. live. Right. So always focus on that first. When um you know, when I when I say that they might be lying, I do think it's important to remember that word might be lying. Right. There are times they're telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. I think most of the time, especially in that question, if they're there for birth control, most of the time what I've perceived is they are telling the truth. Yeah. Now, I know if they say that here at the Latrobe Abortion Clinic, I know that they're they're lying because I right. know that that's all they do inside of there is abortions. Right. They're not coming just for birth control. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, I mean, I think um, we can have that as an underlying assumption or at least a possibility that they're lying to us, but you never want to respond with you're lying. You never right. want to just come from the perspective of you're lying because there's a lot of other things that we could say mm-hmm. that could help compel them to come over and talk with us. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you're here for birth control. Well, did you know that they do abortions inside of there? Come over right. and talk with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can share a little more in depth. Sometimes you, you, that's an opportunity to inform them of what happens inside of the place. Also inform them if you, ha- again, have enough time and don't get completely distracted from why you're actually there um, to really break down the potential abortive nature of uh, birth control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that's kind of connected to this is if you're going to be challenging them, you should not be giving your money to a place that does abortions. Yeah. Um, it's very wise to have a list of other places that provide real health care that don't do abortions. Right. So that you're not just um, protesting something, but you're providing the alternative that is a healthy God-honoring alternative. Right. So um, we have such a, a document for the Charlotte area. It's easy enough to find. Yeah. You know, yeah, low-cost yeah. health centers. And plenty of pregnancy centers that you can right. point them to that gives free preg- pre- free pregnancy tests. Now, they're not going to do birth control. Yeah, the of course most, not. I don't think any pregnancy centers are going to do birth control. Um, but if they come and talk with you because you say, hey, listen, I've got this list of resources. Well, then they've just come over. Now might be your opportunity to get into the birth control issue so that that card that has other community resources is a good idea because it's kind of a carrot to get them to. Yeah. I, I can get people who really don't want us there talking about abortion. Um, but when they hear that there are other low-cost community resource centers they could go to, they will come and get that card from yeah, me yeah. And, and talk with me further. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I have a, a verse that struck me as, as, um, as being... Uh, you know, a good one to go yeah. with this podcast. It's from Proverbs twelve eighteen. I love Proverbs. Yeah. Yeah. Proverb a day keeps, keeps the flesh away. away. Oh, the flesh away. Okay. Yeah. It Both. does keep your flesh in check. Okay. Yeah. There is one who speaks like the piercings of the sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. So I, I thought about that, um, that we can speak either way. We can speak in a way that people feel pierced, maybe even attacked, but or we can speak in a way that really promotes um, a healthy response. Yeah. And I think that we're maybe called to do both at, at the proper yeah. time. Yeah. But I, I would say in your 15 seconds, since my goal is that they will actually come and talk with me longer, I kind of want to do the other half of that verse, the right. tongue that... Yeah. That I want to be wise and promote health. I want them to truly decide she's worth talking to. Right. Um, not because she's saying don't do something, but because she's offering me something that I know I really yeah. need. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, in, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a great proverb. Great to apply, not just to the scenario that we were talking about here, but in a lot of the scenarios that we deal with on the sidewalk. For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope that this episode was a blessing to you and informative informative and instructive to you guys. Uh, we'd encourage you to reach out to us. You can reach me, Daniel, at lovelife.org. You reach her, Vicky with a Y, at lovelife.org. Also, check out our podcast website, gospelcenteredprolife.com, where you can search all of our episodes 
And check out Sidewalks for Life, Sidewalks number four, life.com. It's where all of our articles are. And also there's a lot of training and equipping information there. And until next time, God bless. God bless you all. Give me an outlet for love. Give me an outlet for gratitude. I know it will cost me my life. Nothing's too precious since I met you.